What's up, guys? This is my podcast, Going Around, and we're going to talk about Kobe Bryant because it's a lot more recent. I think everybody has an experience of where they were when this happened. And yeah, what, what were your thoughts when you first heard it? Yeah, man. So for me, I remember I was at home during this time because I was, uh, you know, visiting family, of course, back in college. And uh, remember when it happened, I was like, I, I just finished just getting out of the shower, you know. And so I go check my phone. I just start seeing a lot of notifications on Twitter because I'm on Twitter. I'm very active there. And I got tweets going. Of course, of course. And I saw TMZ tweeted out that Kobe Bryant died in a plane crash. And first, I had to check if it was a verified account because sometimes people will make really messed up jokes Dude, on yeah, Twitter. They, when you see that stuff, you go like crazy when it's like, oh, this is going to happen. Somebody's going to get traded this. People will do crazy shit, that especially is, TMZ. Right. I just never believe it usually. I always had to make sure. But I saw it was verified. So then I'm thinking, my second thought is, maybe it's a joke report. Maybe because TMZ, you know, they like to go get be the first story. Sometimes they get it wrong, you know? I don't trust TMZ as much as other people do. But then other people start reporting it. And then I get this sinking feeling in my stomach, like, oh my God, it might actually be that Kobe Bryant has passed away. Dude, yes, I was in my dorm room. I was, I didn't even think about, I was like, it ain't real. I'm just gonna put my phone back down, get back to doing some schoolwork. It's Sunday. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna play for this kind of game where everyone's like, oh, surprise, you know, nothing happened. Like TMZ is just a bunch of lying trash again, because that's most of the time TMZ is just trash, fake reports. That's right, that's people. right. They have no respect. Yeah, but for me, I rarely break down over sports athletes and like any like death usual unless it's like a family thing, you know, because it's like very that's a very personal thing. And like when I see it all the time, like an old guy from sports who is really famous, well known, passes away. But with Kobe Bryant, man, I mean, I grew up watching him man. like when I got into basketball, I remember like, yeah, I didn't have a fan of a team particularly at first. So I just watch whatever game was on primetime, like ESPN or NBA TV. And I'd always see Kobe Bryant being showcased. And I, I actually remember, I mean, obviously I wasn't a fan of any team, but I'd sometimes tune into Knicks games at first. And so I remember the Knicks game where um, Kobe dropped like 50 on in the garden. I think Jeremy Lin was in that game. It was a crazy experience. And uh, no, nah, that post fadeaway Kobe had one of the sickest shots I've ever seen. Like, yeah, I, you know, Tim Duncan has this, like, you know, post moves and stuff. You know, Hakeem's got the dream shake. Kobe's got that post fadeaway. That's his signature shot. And so, you know, I, I always remember, like, he was an icon, obviously. But the one thing I always remember people doing, you know, you throw a piece of paper into the trash can, people, you'd say Kobe, you know? That's yeah, he's he's basically immortalized. Like regardless, right. if he didn't die, he had so much legacy with that shot, with the fadeaway, with people just saying Kobe anytime they shot. It was a deep connection. That was a little bit before me, before I got really into sports. But I would say, <laughs> I can see the whole existence of people having such a deep connection with how he played and just what he did on the court because it was just so amazing and fantastic. Because at yeah. the end of the day, sports players are entertainers. And that what they're really trying to do is just entertain us. It's not really about the teams completely all the time. So it was just what he did was so incredible. Like very few people have ever done in the NBA or just in sports in general to have this legacy where there's so much around him. And 
Yeah, that's what really thrived, especially when you look at how many players were influenced. If you check like any NBA player's Instagram now, they literally all have a Kobe tribute. Yeah. Like yeah. almost every single one has a post of like what Kobe did for them, a picture of him and Kobe playing in a game against each other or together and what he really did to influence them as a kid. Mm. And it's just crazy to see. I mean, some people even change their whole Instagram, like screen things and that and Twitter is just to put Kobe on it just because of what he means to them. And it's just, I find it incredible. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I, I love the point you bring up where you say he was an icon and that he was an entertainer, obviously. You know, obviously the Kobe post fade is a really big part of his entertainment value. And you know, his post game interviews, you know, his demeanor, you know, always, you know, somewhat serious, kind of playful, maybe somewhat sarcastic, but that's what we gotta love about Kobe. You know, the other thing is that he's the ultimate competitor, you know. He also won five championships, which speaks to how great of he he was as a winner, you know. And, uh, you know, Kobe had that relentless drive and that passion for basketball, you know, a drive that very few athletes in this world can match for a sport. You know, that guy dedicated his entire life to one thing, always worked at it. You know, he never made an excuse in his life. Remember the video of him after he tore both his Achilles and one in the right leg, one in the left? Yeah, that was... Gets up, sinks two free throws like it's no problem, you know? Not many athletes can say they've done that. People respect that. Yeah, for me, if I injured, like, even though I got sprained an ankle, I'm out, coach. You know, take me out, coach. But for him, he's willing to put himself through anything. You know, he was our generation's Michael Jordan, I could say. You know, same position. Yeah. Jordan had the flu game, you know. And he, and so for Kobe, he had, you know, shooting free throws after an Achilles injury. I think that's even more significant because of the structural damage an Achilles injury can pertain to an athlete. Yeah, he didn't have to do that. He was already multi-millionaire. It's like, that's what I think people really get annoyed by. But Kobe, like, went all out. He didn't give up. Even when he was playing until he was getting to 40, he was... He was playing all out and there was no reason for him to do that. He had all the money in the world and that, but he really wanted to just help out and really give back to the community kind of in a sense almost. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, the thing about Kobe that for me was the best part about him though was post basketball, you know, after he retired, you know, normally athletes you know some will go for a tv gig like you know Shaq, charles barkley kind of, but they have the whole inside the nba on tnt thing but for kobe you know he actually made a, a film called dear basketball and that actually won an oscar do you know how i don't think this has ever happened before where an nba player or any player for that matter wins a championship in a respective sport you know whether it be nba nfl or mlb even and they actually go on to win an oscar for a film I, that's never happened before. And he actually... Dude, he's, he's the next Spike Lee. Like, he's, <laughs> exactly. he's, he's going to direct it. That's what he was doing. It was crazy. And it was not just that. Like, I found it really fascinating how much, like, he helped out in women's basketball because of his daughter that... Oh, my God, Preston yes. Also passed yeah. away in that, that he was helping her team and just recruiting <laughs> women to play with his daughter and just influencing all of them, like because of just you know the gender gap and all that with sports he even really helped in that area and it was crazy i was like oh i didn't know he was hanging out with all these like top women athletes in basketball that were like going to go to college and like helping influence them like it didn't matter about gender or anything he was just trying to help in basketball and do what's best for everybody 
That's right. No. And yeah, go to his daughter, you know. I, I remember like reading about a story about his daughter actually where it was like, you know, Kobe after basketball, he didn't want to watch basketball anymore. You know, he was kind of like, oh, I'm done with that. But his daughter, the story goes that his daughter wanted to learn about basketball. So Kobe started actually watching basketball again with his daughter, teaching her. And there's a moment from this this current NBA season. I don't know if it's going to continue, obviously. But um, there was a moment where Kobe and Gianna go to a Nets game and they're courtside. And Kobe is sitting there with Gian next to him, explaining like a play or something. From And, you know, you can see how intently Gianna Brian is just watching her father explain basketball like an art. It's amazing. No, obviously, I was watching that game. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. So, you know, you know, at first, I, it didn't mean much to me. But it, it was kind of cool seeing Kobe still going to NBA games again, now with his daughter right next to him. And, you know, explain the game basketball. Like, it's a piece of artwork. It's It was so nice to see, you know, uplifting. You know, I'd never seen Kobe that happy before. You know, he's a very serious guy. See him smiling with his daughter like that. It was cool. Yeah, man. He just, I don't know what I would do if Kobe was teaching me how to play basketball and plays like that. I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, this is the yeah, GOAT yeah. just telling me this stuff. And he would probably look at me like, what you, what you freaking out? And she's just learning. But, yeah, it's just crazy, the whole situation and all that. Yeah, no, that that's gonna happen in an instant. It can take you at any moment. You never know when or even who. Doesn't matter how much you've accomplished in life. Death will take you away, no matter who you are. And it sucks that it had to happen at that particular time because I feel like Kobe had just was just growing into a different person, a better version of himself. Especially because he left basketball. He, I think he became a better father, having more time with his children. I think that really, I also think it made him a happier person too. He wasn't always so serious and morose about playing, a, doing a job like basketball. It became more about being a family man, having fun, spending time with your wife, your family. And I think he was really growing into that role and becoming, I mean, you know, we all know about Kobe's work ethic, you know, whatever he does, he puts a hundred percent into it. And you were seeing that with his, his ability to be a father. And, you know, like I said, with his like movie making skills coming into fruition, you know, with the Oscar and all that. And so I feel like he had so much more things to accomplish in this world. Even though he did so much with basketball, I think he had so much more potential. It's really sad like that. We never got to see what else he could do outside of the sports world. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you that I think people really don't like, if you don't like sports and you're watching, like you might not understand but it's really true of how influential sports athletes are and how much meaning they give to people's lives. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's just dribbling a ball. He isn't doing anything. He's just shooting basketballs or he's just playing football or that. Like, what is that really helping with society? But all the charity work they do and all the side projects they do and just them raising their kids and everything, they're contributing, I would say, more than average people to society and helping the impact of just overall progression. Like, it's crazy so really people some people don't understand but i guess the whole point of this podcast is really to show the meaning of how important it was to everybody of who kobe was and what he did not just Mm. on the court but also off the court for individuals so i think we really got through that man it was good it was good yeah no absolutely all right we gotta take a break for a little bit and then we're gonna transition in the next segment 
we're going to go and talk about really the coronavirus and because we, we have to talk about that it's necessary for everything at this point and how it's stopping sports and how people are kind of really like because of how meaningful sports is to people and the impacts that are being shown without it at this point so you, you want to go in Akshay about anything are you yeah man so Obviously, you know, this with this whole thing happening in our country right now, very unexpected, by the way. Crazy, it bro. led to not having sports, and you know, for the first time in forever, which has been really, it's been a weird experience for me, honestly, because, you know, I've never really thought of a time in my life where there wasn't any kind of sport on. And what I mean by that is, usually in the fall, you'll have like the four major sports, like all on at the same. Yeah, they time. rotate sports, bro. Make sure always, and usually if you follow at least like. A sports fan you usually follow more than one sport it just seems to happen even if you're not trying at a certain age you're just like all right football is in the fall then we have basketball from the winter to this and then we have baseball from spring to this and then your life is kind of set almost with sports then at that point or soccer so like you just really find sports that really you get into and yeah. with the stoppage it's just absolutely insane because i mean I don't know about you, if Syracuse making the tournament or not, but Hofstra actually made the March Madness tournament for the first time, like in a long time. And now so March Madness it, is canceled. I was really hyped and I was like, oh my God, it took them so many years. My friend on the team was like, yeah, let's go. Let's get this. We're going to, we're going to go. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so much fun. We're going to have a great time just as a school in general. And then it was like, oh, nope, it's canceled. And we're like, really? Like, yeah, dude. So Yeah, no, I, uh, Obviously, I don't think Syracuse is going to make the tournament this year. We uh, we were two up and down. We had a couple good wins, a couple bad. But the more important thing is, yeah, I think that, you know, even, by the way, talking about how there's always sports on, even when there's, like, the sports are over, per se, there's always an off season, And everyone watches the off season, Like, NFL free agency, NBA free agency, you see crazy things happen. Like It's just you see all this stuff they're having, like, NBA players doing, like, xbox games or whatever of like playing 2k the video game for it as entertainment and people are still going on and watching it to see the athletes play the video games because at that point it's like you can't even do that and i mean like you really can't do everybody at least like i think who like likes sports a decent amount likes playing pickup games and all that that's something i loved to do when i was at hofstra when Mm -hmm. i was coming back here over time when i had breaks and stuff i would always go either to the gym or whatever and be like all right let's go play some pickup basketball let's go do that like to get my energy out to get my cardio and just have a good time and it was just fun and brought memorable moments that i can remember and now it's like you can't do that anymore i'm like what do you mean and it's just like no so it's really a shame that i can't just go and play sports anymore with my friends and it's just it's the same thing with this i can't watch them and just having the entertainment of watching my team or just teams in general play and have that entertainment really just take something out of you yeah no exactly and you know sports i think for everyone it's a distraction from real life issues for me Anytime I yes. think anything major in this world is happening, like any sort of pandemic, I mean, not like this, but like other things, you know, maybe someone, yeah. for me personally, maybe some of my family recently passed away. For me, the best way for me to get over stuff like that is to distract myself. And for me, the best distraction for me is always in sports. You know, sports, like for me, brings me closer to my dad. Sports also really brings like our whole family together because it's like, we're all focused on one thing. We're all rooting for the same thing, basically. 
because we all root for us in this in my house especially we all root for the same teams in sports and so um you know sports is just the greatest distraction in the world from all yeah, these issues that's such but a now, dude. it's now part of the issue unfortunately mm-hmm. there's no way we can work around it because it's something that we couldn't foresee and now we're i guess unfortunately realizing how much of an impact sports really has now that we you know i think there's a phrase actually you never truly appreciate something until it's gone and for for me Sports being gone right now fits perfectly with that phrase, man. I never appreciate sports more than I do right now. Yeah, dude, I totally agree. Especially if you earlier just talking about how sports like help with like family issues or stuff in general. I had my grandfather pass away, rest in peace, in October last year. Mm-hmm. And I remember because he was a big Yankees fan, he used to watch it all the time. So I had me and my uncle over who was always with my grandfather and that, and we were watching the Yankees game that night that he passed away. And it really just helped out me and him and just in general, the family get over it a little bit because of just how sports kind of take you away from it for a little bit. And it's what he needed and it's what I needed. And it was just in general what our family needed to go and just watch the Yankees. Unfortunately, I think it was game six or seven whenever they played the Astros and they lost at the very end. So it was a very entertaining game. And it wasn't even about that the Yankees lost that really was that. It was just the fact that it took us away from the tragedy that happened in our family and how it really just changed changed our view of what we were thinking about. And that's what really, I think at the end of the day is what the impact of sports is. It's just taking you away, like how you said, from your life. And some people are like, oh, well, that's kind of like not good or that I think it's really good. I think a lot of people would agree of how this might be a distraction to some people. And they might think, oh, you're wasting your life watching sports when you can just do it yourself. No, because I can't dunk. I can't run super fast like some of them. It's just a whole different thing. And it's just the entertainment value of that and how it distracts you from other parts in society that you have problems wise is just, I think, is what really makes sports that meaningful. All right, I think we're going to take a break again and then get to the final segment. All right, guys, we're back for our final segment. And we decided for this segment, we're going to talk about each of our most memorable moment in sports that really just impacted our lives. Just to further kind of prove our point that sports are actually meaningful, no matter what says. I don't like those people who say otherwise. They're just wrong. Oh, yeah. Respect everybody's opinion. But yeah, I guess I'll go into mine first. That's what you want to do. All right. We'll do that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think it was 2018 because I just searched the game back up. It was me and uh, one of my uncles. We went to uh, a Giant Saints game. So I'm a Saints fan. Not going to explain that because it's just weird. It's complicated. He's a Giants fan. So, I'm a Giants fan. So it was really funny because we just went and it's just the whole community at first when we went, like it'd be Saints fans like going off to me, don't even know who I am. Like, oh, what's up? We're going to get the win today. Like this man, like I was like, oh, wow, what's up, man? It was cool. It was just like the whole atmosphere of walking in at first and just having people that are complete strangers being friends to you when you walk on the street and people like never ever talk to you if you've ever been in new york city but if you walk just going to a sports game like that people like just be like your best friends now it's hilarious and it's just the whole community got free food when i was driving in i scooped some of that up because it's just how kind people are when they're tailgating and they're doing that 
So, I mean, there, there's good parts. There was one bad part of somebody trying to annoy me at the game, but I found it funny and really entertaining in my purpose. Other people may differ about that, but it was just overall me and my uncle having a good time and just both like rooting against each other a little bit in a more fun way. And at the end of the day, again, it's not about like always about if your team wins or not, even though they did win. Um, it's about really just like having that camaraderie with somebody that's important in your life and just enjoying and having a good time. And that's what it really brought me closer to my uncle and just both of our loves and passion for football. So, yeah. You want to go about uh, your doctor? Yeah, no, for sure. So for me, my first, like, I mean, my biggest moment for me, per se, would be the 2009 NFL season. I'm a New York Jets fan, as Andreas knows. And um, so for me, the 2009 season was the first season of football I ever watched fully. Because I'd watched a couple of games before. Like, I'd watched the, like, the Super right, Bowl. This is, when you, this is when you were a pro. This is when you were really going at it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so <laughs> I, was, I chose the Jets. It was my first team. Like a dumb decision. But in the early years, it was really fun. And I'll explain. So for this game, it was the the 2009 divisional round. It was the Jets versus the Patriots. Keep oh. in mind the Jets were nine and seven this season. Complete underdog. They had Mark Sanchez at quarterback. Keep David in mind versus Goliath. Oh yeah, you know Mark Sanchez's stats that year were 12 touchdowns and 20 interceptions Jeez. versus Tom Brady. So, with that being said, here's what went down. I'm watching with my dad in the basement, you know, like for me, football has always brought me close to my dad and especially with this game here. So I remember the last drive so vividly. Sanchez drops back, drops a bucket of a pass right into the hands of Braylon Edwards on the sideline, setting up, I think it was a 45 yard field goal for Jay Feely. Jay Feely sinks it, perfect kick right down the middle and he sends us to the AFC championship. I'll never forget I me getting up from my couch, giving my dad a big bear hug, bro. You know, it was the best moment for me because, you know, I'd never felt more close to my dad in that moment because, you know, we know we I'd never seen him this happy about anything before. My dad likes to keep his emotions very reserved, very mellow kind of guy. So he's both me, just so passionate about this and it just really opened up yeah, the father. That's crazy. Yeah, bro, just exuding such, you know, happiness. It was so cool to see, you know. Um, that's that's not, really crazy. Like, nah, yeah, crazy. for sure, for sure. It's really crazy. Like, man, I I don't know. I, You know what this is probably like, you know, watching games with your dad, you know. you know, just, Yeah, totally. Especially because you both were for the same team, I think. You uh, Do you? Does your dad? No, no, he's a Pats fan. He's, he's Ooh, that's tough. Like the, that's tough. He just... Nah, so, yeah, that's weird, man. Wow. You know what's funny? My dad actually became a Jets fan for me. Like, you know, he was a Giants fan before. But then oh. when he saw that I was a Jets fan, you know, he became a Jet fan. And, you know, you know that meant a lot to me. But that game really, like, you know, brought us really close as a, you know, father and son. And, like, that became our thing. Like, every year we'd watch every game after that, like, together. That's what I mean. Like, people really don't understand like this is this isn't just two special cases about like people having good memories with sports we have other memories in that good and bad but 
it just really shows you the impact because if you just go around and if you don't like sports or you're just not as much into them, just go talk to somebody else that you know that likes sports because if you really don't have anybody that likes sports that you talk to, then I don't know where you're living. Then I don't, you might live in the middle of nowhere, but <laughs> you can you can really see and they'll really give you reasons of just what it has done to them. Even if their team is good or not, it's not even about that. It's really just about the whole experience either with parents or any sort of siblings in general of family members and how they kind of bring them together and just Fact, yeah. how it just helps them either during good times or bad times and how it helps them progress i mean that's why we have football on thanksgiving and we have all this stuff like during special like holidays and events i mean basketball and on christmas day in the morning is something that happens like these things like connect with our holidays and our break times as well and it's just it, it, it people really understand some people do some people don't and I think yeah. we really achieved our goal here at this podcast of just really explain to people what sports does to people and how it's impacted both of our lives absolutely 100% agree you know it's been I love the range of discussion we've had going from you know Kobe Bryant to you yeah. know the whole impact coronavirus and then you know how sports without it how our lives have been and then you know it's i just love the fact that we were able to all discuss this today you know i think this is you know just a reminder that you know sports are more than just a game it's more than just you know you know you know what a team versus another you know it's a lot more than that's a lot of people and i think people just need to realize that you got to respect sports more you got to treat it more than what it is like yeah, people really undervalue it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. I think we really achieved our goal here today. Appreciate anybody who's listening. And yeah, God bless. <laughs>